Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and each week on this show, I share knowledge and tips and strategies to help you lose weight and keep it off for good. Today, Sarah Phelps and I talk about something that's so important for weight loss, especially with all of the misconceptions that surround it, and that is willpower. I know that you're going to enjoy today's episode, so let's go ahead and dive in. Good morning, Miss Sarah. Good morning, Morgan Pants. How are you? Great. We talked Yay. offline before this, just so the audience knows, because we like to chit chat a little bit. And uh, we have a really good episode for you today, all about willpower. Sarah is going to bring it on her little soapbox later. So I'm super yes. pumped about that. Um, but we're going to start with our feel good moment and eye opener for the week. My feel-good moment was actually an email that I received this morning from a course member who downloaded a free training actually called the 5% Mindset Training. And this is someone who struggled with weight for so many years. And she said, you know, this training was so powerful. And for her, it's, it comes down to belief that she can lose the weight. And because she's immersing herself in my course content and that free resource, like she's finally developing that belief that it can be done even after so many failed attempts. And I hate the word failure, but that's kind of how she phrased it. And then she also said, you know, a chronic calorie um, starvation diet is not sustainable. And so I think that it's really powerful when people, number one, believe they can do it. Number two, start to realize that um, the way that they've been going about it doesn't facilitate their goals. So that's my feel good moment. And then my eye opener, I actually finished writing the master class for the course, the last one, and it's how to maintain your weight loss. And it was really, really interesting as I was beginning it. And I kind of realized like, why do so many people have so many misbeliefs about weight loss? And I started looking at the websites like jennycraig.com, um, Weight Watchers. I looked at, oh, Octavia and Nutrisystem and all of them for the most part, advocate eating five to six small meals a day. And I just had this eye opener. Huh? They're a food company. They make food products to make money. And they're oh. advocating that you eat five to six times a day. Ideally, their little snack bars or their shakes or whatever other processed food they want to put out. No wonder. That's how they make money. They want Absolutely. you to eat more, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, I go into the science and I'm a big advocate of intermittent fasting. And it just was a big eye opener to me that they're spending millions and millions of dollars to misinform the public. And they want you to think weight loss is easy and then it's fast. And so one of the sentences I wrote that I really liked was, you know, they're selling you an expensive, inefficient fairy tale that you can lose weight fast. That's not how it works. And it's not like right. you just get there and you stop losing weight, you know? So, um, and so I really, really liked that eye opener. And that was really exciting for me to finish writing that masterclass. So um, take it away, Sarah. What was your feel good moment and eye opener? I'm just going to piggyback on that and say, I bought into that lie and I have lost weight super fast. And then I rebounded and gained more back. Yeah. So why do it? What's the point? Yeah. If you're just doing it to fit in a dress, meh, get a bigger dress. That's hilarious. You know? <laughs> uh, um, so my eye-opener of the week was I connected with one person this week who 
I had such a meaningful conversation with that he plugged me into his network and suddenly I have, I just added 70 new friends on LinkedIn in the last 12 hours. Um, And all these people are commenting on my comment or on my content. And I think that, I think that the eye-opening part of it is that you think that your effort goes out into the world and it affects no one. That's not true. Sometimes it just takes people a while to kind of connect with you. So that was good. Um, And, you know, I I guess that's also a feel-good moment. But my feel-good moment of the week was about 15 minutes ago when Dr. Morgan was like, you track your food every day. That's awesome. I was so excited. So important. (laughs) Yes. And for those listening, yeah, I did it every day because I scheduled it. I know it seems extremely mechanical, but I did it and it worked. So I highly suggest that. And what's your implementation intention for this week, Miss Sarah? My implementation intention, which we we know we need to make very specific, is that I need to put more time into meal prep. So my intention is Sunday morning when I get up early and Tony, my partner, gets up at 10 or 11, um, my Sunday morning goal is to create five lunches for my week so that I am eating a much healthier lunch. Um, And then I will create that recipe in my carb manager app so that I can get that, those numbers to Dr. Morgan. Perfect. And remember, you can copy it one day to the next, you know, you create the recipe, you enter it in copy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, I was going to ask you really quick too, intermittent fasting, because we talked about that last week. You were going to, were you going to try the 7am to 3pm? Yeah, it's actually, I've done it two days. Okay. And it's easy. So easy. So you're eating 7am. Oh yeah, you did. I thought it was going to be weird. Like no dinner. Uh, it turns out it's not a thing at all. No big deal. Yeah. And, and I I'm love it because you, you can move it. People can like move it into their lifestyle. And for you, you're like, I'm not a big dinner person. I feel better when I eat breakfast. And I kind of explain in my course that your insulin response is going to be higher in the evenings. So if you can eat your larger meal between 12 and three, that's great. There's a lower insulin response at that time. So keep that up. Keep trying that. Um, my dear, it is time for your soapbox. I'm, I'm so excited. This is my favorite part of the episode. Okay. This week's episode, willpower is a lie. And let me tell you why. The technical definition of willpower is that your long-term goal is more important to you than short-term satisfaction or pleasure. Um, okay. So that's pretty simple, right? Um, however, when you are a fat person or a person who's gained and lost weight or any of those, a mother who hasn't lost weight, people use willpower as a weapon and they tell you you have no willpower. If you just would get some willpower, you'd lose weight, right? Like you can buy it at the store. Precisely. Or like it's in your pocket and you forgot to use it. Right. Okay, willpower isn't that simple because what are we really talking about when we talk about willpower? We're talking about three things that I'm gonna go through here. Number one, that you have a goal that is powerful. 
And as Dr. Morgan has pointed out, your powerful goals are specific goals. They are goals that inspire you and will get you through tough times. My goal is not, I want to be thin because I will never be thin. That's not the body I have. My goal is there are X activities that I want to be able to do easily, right? To get to those activities, which I know will bring me tons of pleasure, losing weight is part of it. Absolutely. But that's what makes it a powerful goal because I want to do that stuff. I want to travel. I want to ride horses, that kind of thing. That's important. But there are two other elements to willpower that are equally important. The first one is energy. We talked in our self-care and our resilience classes or courses or videos or whatever. We talked about that you need to put energy towards the things that are bringing good things back into your life, right? So energy, if you have no energy, if you are doing overtime at work and homeschooling your kids and taking care of your household and beating yourself up for not doing all the other things you should be doing, should be doing, where do you have the energy to devote to your great goal? You have this awesome goal, you have zero in your bucket to get there. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. That doesn't mean you're lacking willpower. That means that maybe now's the time to just hold steady and do tiny things for now. Yep. When some of this settles down and you have some time and energy to devote, boom, the goal becomes that much more powerful. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have any energy to devote towards it, you probably will fail and people will tell you you don't have any willpower, which you know isn't true. And that's a lie. Like when you say willpower is a lie, can you clarify that really quick? Absolutely. It's a lie to say you don't have willpower. We all have willpower. If you are depressed, think about how much willpower it takes to get up, get out of bed, get yourself ready, go to work, and pretend to like the people you work with. Mm -hmm. That's willpower. If you are a mom... Think about how much willpower it takes to pretend you like your kids every single minute of every day and to be available for them. Kids are on you 24-7, and now in COVID times, they really are on you 24-7. It takes a lot of willpower to not lock your doors to your bedroom sometimes and take a minute. Sometimes I That's do that. willpower, you know? <laughs> So it's a lie to say you're lacking willpower, but you only have X amount of energy in your bucket. So no matter how powerful your goal is, and no matter how worthy your goal is, if you're not taking care of that energy bucket, if you don't have anything to give to it, it's irrelevant. Yeah. That's why willpower is a lie. Because willpower isn't as simple as you can turn it on and off. Mm -hmm. Willpower really requires some preparation. The other thing about willpower, so we have energy, we have a powerful goal, we have time. I have heard a million times in my life, oh, losing weight doesn't take any time. You just need to eat less and exercise more. Okay, don't those take time? Eating less means I need to be more intentional with my food preparation. Exercising more is obviously time. What if you have no time? I know lots of people who are working eight hours a day and homeschooling eight hours a day, which leaves you time for what, sleep? Or should they stay up and not sleep 
and use that time towards their goal. You know, right now, if you don't have anything in your bucket, you, you need to do the incremental things that you can get done now and then make a plan for when you do have time and you do have energy. All of this is intentional. It is all proactive. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie about that. But go a little bit easier on yourself if you think you need to finish your PhD thesis, be a perfect parent, do a great job at your job, and also lose 300 pounds. Okay. Do you have time for that? I bet you don't. Mm -hmm. So that is the other reason willpower is a lie. There's groundwork to be laid before you can put effort towards that goal. You have to be ready for it. Mm -hmm. How many times have you been in a job and you've been the right person at the wrong time? That happens. Goals are the same way. It can be the most powerful goal on this planet. It could be, I'm going to save the world. But if you have no energy and time, it's meaningless. Yeah. So willpower is more of a state of mind than it is a personal characteristic that you either do or don't have. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is why willpower feels like a lie. Anything that can be used to negatively impact you as a weapon, an emotional weapon, isn't true on an mm -hmm. intrinsic level. And that I goes back to the lots of willpower. Episode. Yeah. That that goes back to the shame episode, kind of what you Absolutely. just said. They can't Absolutely. say, "Oh, you don't have any willpower." Like that's shaming you and that's right. not a truth. Right. Because they're saying you lack it. Nobody lacks willpower. People just aren't ready to exert it in the direction they want to go. And that's perfect. That yeah. is my soapbox. We talked earlier about strategies, why you use willpower and when you should use it. Think about mm -hmm. it maybe in these terms. Willpower is the strategy you use to get you through until that habit is built. I don't like sweets, so it's easy for me, but I do love salty foods. So it's going to take willpower for me to refuse salty things until it suddenly becomes a habit. And then my willpower goes on and I use it for something else. If you want to think about it that way. Um, it's just, you know, it's a short-term strategy to get you to a long-term goal. That's what I like to say. It's a short-term strategy. And I really believe that environmental changes, impl implementation intentions, mindset, meal structure, those are more powerful strategies. But you still have to tap into your willpower, which is the same, which we discussed as self-control several times a day. You know, it's not like you have, you never just need to use it. You're going to have to use it. You have to tap into it. I call it the moment of decision. Are you going to go for the walk today or not? That right. takes a minute of willpower to put your shoes on because that's the hardest step. Are you going right. to snack after dinner or not? That takes willpower to follow your system that you've proactively set up to go brush your teeth, put a piece of gum in, get a glass of water, whatever. I think that's where willpower comes into play, but you're exactly right. And I love reminding people that, you know, there are certain characteristics that you can develop to improve the odds that you will lose weight and keep it off. And self-control, i.e. willpower is one of them. No one is born with this and you, you already exhibit this characteristic in other aspects of your life, like your work. You've just said that it's a, it's a matter of um, refocusing that energy, that willpower 
to your health goal. Right. So I think it's encouraging to say, okay, I already have this. I just need to refocus it and use it in this area of my life. And that's actually one thing that we're going to be talking about over the next two weeks. So next week, we're going to be talking about um, no. So saying no boundaries. <laughs> and then Absolutely. the following week was the following week um, energy. I think kind of, that's what you yeah. said today, you know, to have self-control, you have to have both of those. Yeah. Resting. Yeah. So we're going to be touching on those coming up in the next two weeks. Exactly. So, so I, in conclusion, I'll just say this, send us your willpower questions. Oh, have you ever been like pummeled with the idea you have no willpower? That's why you can't refuse a cupcake. Really? Is that really what it is? Send it to us because we would yep. love to comment on it. And you know what? We're here to support you. So grab Dr. Morgan's channel on YouTube. Oh. Send us questions on Facebook and LinkedIn. We are here for you. We are. And be sure that you subscribe to this channel and hit like and share this with your friends. We so appreciate you tuning in and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. All right, everyone. There you have it. So be sure that if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, do that next. And if you're kind enough to leave a review, we would really appreciate that as well. And we'll talk to you next week.